Welcome to Over 40 Nutrition Health Coach, the podcast. I'm your host, Huneida Belosfer, Master Integrative Nutrition Health Coach and Advanced Grief Recovery Method Specialist. You are the creator of your life, and the most valuable gift you can give yourself is being healthy, authentic, and free. Join me in this inspiring invitation to transformation, joy, and love. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode number three. If you feel tired, depressed, have difficulty losing weight, your sleep is disturbed, and you feel overwhelmed, you are probably stressed or burned out. Keep listening. The topic of today is feeling good again after being in stress. Stress is a huge burden on your body. When you're producing the stress hormone cortisol, it's very difficult to lose weight and you often develop stubborn fat around the middle of your body. Serotonin eliminates cortisol and it's produced when you start to relax. Hot baths, laughter, great sex and delicious food enjoyed slowly are all great places to start. But first, do you know your stressors? Do you know the factors that are leading you to stress out? Do you know how your body is responding to some of your challenges? Maybe you are facing some major life events or changes. Maybe your relationships or family members are stressing you while. Maybe your work environment is stressful. Stress can be physical, mental, and emotional. Stress can be felt easily or can be sneaky, hidden from your consciousness. Stress can be from the present moment and from their past. The stress from the past tends to remain constantly at the back of your mind, even when present challenges have ended. The way you look at your life had huge effect on how stressed you tend to feel. Your perception of events will determine your level of stress. Instead of viewing an argument as an unfair event, You view it as an opportunity to express and assert yourself. Instead of responding with anger and frustration, you respond with compassion and gratitude for your own evolution. You may feel agitated and a bit unhappy, but you don't feel stressed. Just one little shift in perception has completely altered your response. Women have extra exposure to stress when they put other people's needs before theirs, at home and at work. Some women have stressful jobs when they have a lot of responsibilities, but very little power. They often help everyone to get along. They struggle with saying no to extra demands. They don't know how to set limits and take time for themselves. This is something I always help my clients to be aware of and help them learn about boundaries and self-care. Raising child is one long round of large and small demands that don't really let up until they turn 18 and leave home. From the early days, you had to go fast and make things better for your baby. You've trained yourself to be on constant alert, always ready to respond to the next crisis. Caring for others is important, but so is taking care of yourself. Your body was never designed to cope with constant relentless stress. And it will certainly rebel if your demands are unreasonable. You will develop adrenal imbalance and adrenal dysfunction that are cries for help, along with the painful, frustrating symptom of weight gain, discomfort, and exhaustion. 
Any additional stressor puts more of a burden on your body. You are at greater risk for adrenal dysfunction if you also struggle with persistent infection or chronic disease. An eating disorder, smoking, addiction to drugs or alcohol, post-traumatic stress disorder, one or more allergy, sensitivities, or type of food intolerance. Any chronic illness such as migraine, backache, or asthma, dealing with the uncertainties of the economy or working a high-stress job. Living a high-adrenaline lifestyle and with some form of chronic stress, environmental, physical, situational, emotional, or some combination can also create instability in your moods and emotions and affect your behavior. Anxiety and depression are linked with the high level of cortisol that results from a life lived on the edge. You need to become conscious that your response to stressful circumstances is rarely based on the present moment only. Some strong feelings of anxiety, anger, frustration, sadness, shame, or guilt are the reaction to similar past events that happened in your childhood, probably some unsolved grief or difficulties with your parent or caregiver or siblings which is an invitation to get rid of your emotional baggage to live your present life freely. And I can help you with that. So how can you free yourself from your painful past? You may have tried various forms of talk therapy to gain some understanding of the patterns that are getting in your way. I did experience talking to psychologists and it felt good. It felt like paying someone to listen to me. It certainly helped me when I felt lonely and isolated, but I felt like turning around, stirring the past again and again, blaming others and staying a victim of my circumstances. I was never able to deal with my feelings and emotions. Talking about my past never helped me reach the deepest places of my body where my emotions and memories lives. Talking to psychologists brought me an awareness of the unfairness I experienced in my childhood. But I was never taught about how to get out of my patterns and stop surviving to start living as my true authentic self. I discovered another method that helped me go to a place deeper than worse, working on a more physical and emotional level than the experience of simply talking. Today, I help my clients with simple, effective, and very successful techniques to discover possibilities of transformation and emotional freedom. I use an approach that is based on unlocking the deep connections between mind, body, emotions, and spirit at a deeper level that talking to therapists often fails to reach. In my previous podcast, I talked in depth about forgiving, healing, and self-discovery as a way to release childhood pain that I use in my own life. And today I use it to support my clients release their emotional burdens by letting go of judgment and embracing forgiveness of those who hurt them and of themselves. The method I use implies awareness, forgiveness, release, and transformation. I wrote about this process in depth in my book, I am the energy of trust, acceptance, and power, and inspire an invitation to transformation, joy, and love. And to learn more about it, you can find it on Amazon. No matter how disciplined you are about cleaning up your diet, taking your nutritional supplements, and getting regular exercise, if you don't pay attention to the emotional piece of the problem, your stress symptoms won't go away. Do you worry about not being good enough, not doing enough, never really finishing anything, not accomplishing all you set out to do, and not working at the level you expect from yourself? Do you find yourself frequently worried 
about what people think about you and spend a lot of emotional energy on getting them to see you in a good light? Do you spend more time thinking about other people's needs than your own? Do you often criticize yourself about what you have done and how you have done it? Do you feel you must do everything perfectly? Do you find yourself experiencing the same frustration or disappointing situation over and over again? If you answered yes to one or all of them, you are constantly and unconsciously stressing yourself. You are probably feeling tired, overwhelmed, fed up, lost and disconnected. At least now you are aware of the emotional component that is contributing to your sneaky stressors. You can finally give yourself permission to stop your compulsion of meeting other people's needs, expectations or demands at your own expense. This emotional component doesn't just remain in your mind or in your feelings. Feeling stress triggers an actual physical response, a complex cascade of hormones and neurotransmitters with side effects like weight gain, blood sugar, dysregulation, menstrual problems, thyroid abnormalities, digestive problems, hormone imbalances, immune and autoimmune condition, cardiovascular issues, and exhaustion. These hormones also affect your brain, creating memory problems, the inability to concentrate, irritability, anxiety, and depression. Your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system are meant to work together like breathing in and breathing out. When you feel tired and exhausted, your body is telling you that you are unbalanced, meaning that you are spending too much time in stress mode and too little time in a relaxing mode for recovery and restoration, which makes you prone to the danger of chronic stress. When you feel terrible about yourself and your life, you may turn to food for comfort. These negative messages also always come from your past, from parents who, without being mindful, told you that you are fat, ugly, or simply not lovable. Sometimes, too, food may have been used as a form of love, as a result of either you try to quiet your anxiety with food, or you try to turn to food when you really need something else, a hug, a peaceful moment, an expression of appreciation, a loving companion. Sometimes you may feel like the entire world is resting upon your shoulders. Even if you have supportive friends or loving partners, you still tend to own the entire responsibility for your home, your family, your community, and your work, and never ask for help or learn how to delegate. Perhaps you need to challenge yourself and become aware of your beliefs that you are alone and on your own. Maybe you are wearing the mask of martyr or victim or pleaser. It takes humility and courage to ask for help and stop sabotaging yourself. Accepting help will make you feel better and your health will improve. Getting out of your isolation is vital. Start choosing people in your life instead of being used and abused. Find out who is truly helpful and supportive and who is not. Become aware of your internal critics and notice if the people around you are echoing these voices and perpetuating your most negative self-image. You deserve to be around caring people who see you as valuable and lovable and who always leave you feeling better about yourself. If this is not true, it may be time to set some strong, healthy boundaries and get rid of unhealthy relationships. Now, let's talk about stress and food. We all perceive stress differently in the exact same situation, and our response is unique. Stress is healthy when it's endured for a short time. It may help increase our focus and tap into the motivation needed to accomplish a difficult task. And when faced with stressful situation, we must find ways to cope with our stress in a healthy and effective way. 
The coping mechanisms are also different for everyone. But one common thing that many people turn to when faced with stress is food. Food is the perfect short-term relief from stressful moments. It offers the perfect escape and an immediate pleasurable experience during an unpleasant state, making it an attractive option for a quick fix to alleviate stress. Stress can affect your diet and it can be brief or persistent. Brief stress refers to stress you experience for a short amount of time. An example of this would be preparing for a big exam or presentation or running late for a meeting and being stuck in traffic. Brief stress is likely to increase your desire to eat even if you're not hungry. Persistent stress refers to stress that is experienced continuously over an extended period of time, typically over the course of months and years. Persistent stress damages your health and creates pro-inflammatory state associated with a variety of chronic diseases especially obesity and diabetes. Persistent stress affects certain food you are consuming. It alters the brain's response to highly processed food and leads to an increased need to eat sugary, salty, fatty, and crunchy food in a compulsive way. When stress becomes overwhelming and constant, it affects your health and emotional state and almost certainly will affect your diet. During times of mild stress, you are often driven to eat more. During time of extreme stress, like a major traumatic event, you may have less desire to eat. Stress typically affects your diet in two ways. It affects your behavior around food, driving what and how much you eat. It creates the perfect setup for fat storage, particularly around the belly region. Have you ever noticed the type of food you crave when feeling stress? Stress has a major impact on the type of food you tend to seek out and you're much more likely to choose this type of comforting food or snacks like rich pasta dishes, chips, cake, cookies, and ice cream than vegetables. What these craved foods have in common is that they are hyper-appetizing, high-calorie, high-fat, and high-sugar items that are hard to resist at any time and particularly challenging when stressed. High-sugar foods provide a quick source of energy that your body needs when it's stressed as it prepares for fight or flight. Highly processed foods also lead to the release of dopamine, the feel-good hormone, which is particularly attractive when you're stressed. Over time, it may lead you to seek out that feeling more and more, but eventually you don't get the same reward and need to consume more highly processed food to do so. This can create addictive-like or compulsive eating behavior that become difficult to control. Stress is a main contributor to weight gain. People who carry most of their weight around the belly versus around the hips are more at risk for heart disease and diabetes. People under stress are naturally driven to eat and are more likely to exceed their needs. Being able to stop eating also becomes more difficult as the hormone response is affected by stress. Stress management may naturally help support a more nutritious diet as it's likely to reduce the instance when one is driven to consume high-calorie or high-sugar food and may also help balance the hormone related to appetite and weight regulation. This may lead to better dietary choices and eating a diet more in line with your body's needs. Incorporating mindfulness-based practice like meditation, yoga, breathing exercises, body scanning, and loving-kindness exercises seem to be particularly effective in helping mitigate stress impact on the diet. 
Highly processed food may provide a form of short-term relief for some, but if the stressors isn't addressed, preferences for these foods may strengthen and the risk of obesity may increase. Remember to always go back to the root cause. Determining how to alleviate stress can be difficult, but its impact on your health goes beyond your waistline and alleviating stress helps increase longevity, health and happiness. Now, let's discover the effect of stress on your body. Stress can be positive and negative. Stress is normal reaction to exciting events like falling in love, getting a new job, or buying a home. Stress is always a hardwired survival technique built into your body as a means of protection. When triggers arise, the sympathetic nervous system signals the fight or flight response, which mobilizes you to take action and avoid danger. The issue is that your body doesn't know the difference between positive and negative stress. There are three stages of the stress response. The alarm stage, when your body goes into panic mode, your sympathetic nervous system is activated to protect you from stress and your brain triggers the adrenal gland to secrete hormones like cortisol and adrenaline. The rest of your body is then alerted to these symptoms, equipping you with emergency fuel and energy in reaction to your panic. As stress levels rise, many physiological changes occur in the body. Pulse, blood pressure, blood sugar, blood fat, respiration, sweating. The adaptive or resistance stage. After the initial stress response, your body attempts to return to its stable stage. But when your stress reactions are too strong or triggers too often, your body will remain on high alert as a result of this constant stress. Your body builds up resistance and tolerance to coexist with continuous stressors. This extended release of stress hormones has adverse effects on your body, lowering your immunity defenses and making you more susceptible to illness. Mood issues including anger and depression, lack of energy and sleep issues increased blood pressure and heart rate, higher cholesterol and risk of a heart attack, increased fat storage, reduced ability to fight and recover from illness due to lowered immunity, stomach cramps, reflex, and nausea, loss of libido, lower sperm production in men, irregular cycle in women, aches and pain in the joint and muscle, lower bone density. The exhaustion stage. When the body continues to function in this wired state, it means never fully returning to the rest state. Your emergency resources are depleted and your body starts to shut down. This final burnout stage represents your body's inability to cope with continuously high demand. After all, it's not natural to constantly feel like you're in danger. So, can you break the destructive circle of stress? Yes, of course. Just as the sympathetic nervous system turns on the flight-or-flight response, the parasympathetic nervous system turns it off. The parasympathetic nervous system helps the body conserve energy and rest. The ability to go from fight-or-flight to rest and digest is critical for your well-being. 
Unfortunately, a return to relaxation doesn't occur quickly for most people in today's fast-paced society. While we're all running around in panic mode from our everyday worries, chronic stress is disturbing the natural balance required for optimal health, speeding up the aging process and increasing the body's disabilities to illness. Finding ways to activate the relaxation response is vital. Some techniques to reduce stress are practicing calming activities like meditation, organizing your work and leaving space to be clutter-free and peaceful environment, planning your schedule using a daily or weekly planner, prioritizing your tasks and focusing on one thing at a time, delegating tasks whenever possible if you feel overwhelmed. You may also try to get extra sleep and have regular sleep schedule and make this a priority. Eliminate sugar and processed carbs. Eat clean and whole food. Curb the coffee habits and drink plenty of fresh water every day. You will find lots of benefit in exercising also. A balanced diet is essential for a happy, healthy life, but without regular exercise, no amount of kale or quinoa will make up for a lack of movement. Just like certain foods protect us from heart disease, cancer and diabetes, regular physical activity has incredible benefit too. Without exercise, it's hard to reach your full physical and mental potential, control weight, lower blood pressure, improve quality of sleep, delay loss of muscle mass, improve balance and coordination, improve flexibility, improve digestion, reduce joint stress and back pain, decrease risk of heart disease, improve heart health and decrease existing damage, decrease inflammation, improve immune function, improve liver health, improve insulin sensitivity and reduce the risk of type 2 diabetes, increase energy and reduce the risk of depression, anxiety and stress, improve cognitive function. It's important to remember that no one form of exercise will work for everyone. Some people do better with more gentle, centering exercise, while others require vigorous activity. Experiment with walking, running, biking, swimming, yoga, pilates, dancing, and simple strength exercises. Your options are endless. When you find what works for you, you will be more likely to do it consistently and reap the benefits, including increased energy, improved mental clarity, optimal digestive health, and better mood. Exercise also produces the feel-good hormone serotonin, which has an uplifting effect on your entire body. Discover what you love and stick with it. Now I'm going to show you how to slow down, enjoy life, and focus on the important things. Take the time to prioritize daily objectives. Cut personal internet use. Enjoy nature. Eat slower. Connect with family and friends. Make time for yourself. Give yourself more time. Remember your goals and aspirations. Choose one friend who always make you feel better about yourself. Look for friendly connection and loving touch. Find out what really makes you happy and commit to making time for your own needs. Change is possible and transformation is even better. I invite you to come work with me. Knowing all this information is helpful, but only taking action will give you the result you want. We will go in depth to find out the root cause of your symptoms and work diligently to solve your problems and regain your natural healthy body. I'm offering a very effective and complete program to help you heal your body from the damage caused by stress. 
I use an approach that is based on unlocking the deep connection between mind, body, emotion and spirit at a deeper level. As an integrative nutrition health coach, I'm specialized in gut health and hormone balance. I will support you step by step to get back your energy and your peace of mind. You will feel motivated and joyful like ever before. I'm also offering a method that will help you release your pain from your past and will get back your power in an easy and effective way. You will be able to release all your toxins and emotions and feelings that are keeping you small, blocked and unhappy. You will discover your authentic self free and light. I will help you connect to your heart and inner wisdom so you can feel centered and connected to your true essence. You will never feel alone again. All my programs are affordable because I want to help you invest in the most valuable and important person in your entire life, yourself, and experience the beautiful life that is waiting for you. I made it accessible so it's easy for you to sign up. And if you still have other questions, check out my website www.welcomeyourgene.com and book for 30 minutes of free conversation to learn more about how I can support you. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. It's been my pleasure. If you did find some valuable tips, please take a minute to follow this podcast. It will only get better. And be sure to share it and tell your friends about it on Facebook and Twitter and all your other social media sites. I would truly appreciate the social media love. Thanks again for listening and I can't wait to connect with you again. I love you and bye for now. I'm Juneida Belaspo. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to check out my programs. Join me over at www.welcomeyourdream.com. I would love to support you. If you haven't yet, go to Apple and Spotify podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another conversation. Thank you for listening.